No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. Not a victory Monday, but it is a victory Monday. Me and Big Nick the Quick hopping on to break down the 35-32 Bears loss to the Miami Dolphins. We're going to jump right into it. It's plain and simple. Chicago has a quarterback. Nick texted the Nick texted me that three or four times yesterday. We were just smiling, going back and forth. Big Nick the Quick, what's going on? How are we doing, man? What a, what a what a beautiful Monday morning in the city of Chicago. What yes. a beautiful Monday morning for Bears fans all yes. throughout. It looks like it looks like our long our long suffering might be over. There's hope on the other end. We have a quarterback. We have a quarterback in the seven seven three thrash slash three one two. Yeah, no He's question. Arrived. Justin no Fields. question. It. I don't even know how else to say it. But that was a perfect – that was a perfect – that's the best Bears game I've, I've watched in a long time. Without a doubt. We took the L, perfect L. If we lose out the rest of the year like that, it's, a, it's huge for us. Let us pick in the top seven and then have the quarterback show up and show out like Justin Fields did yesterday. Talk to me about just how you felt watching the game now that you've had a little time to digest it. Give me, give me, give me the breakdown of how you feel about it. Yeah, so I mean, I'll start off by saying, man, look, I understand we lost the game, and obviously, we we want the Bears to win. Maybe not this year. I will say at the end Stop of that game, that. no, no, no listen, don't. listen, listen, listen. I will say at the <laughs> end of that game, I would have liked to just see them have a shot to, like, we were on the phone when that was all happening. I was just like, man, I just want to see them have a shot to perform in that situation, not yeah. lose the game on some bullshit like not getting that pi and then uh, the drop pass. But so, outside of all that, man, listen. I can't remember feeling that way watching a Bears game in a very, very long time, if ever, right? It just looked like something that we have not seen. I think for the last few years we've gotten on here, whether it's you and me, whether it's you, me, and Eli, me and Eli, and we just said, hey, man, we just want something that looks like a modern NFL offense, right? These yeah. quick strike offenses, these big plays, these exciting games putting up 32 points, just like whatever it might be, something that looks like what we see from some of these other teams on Sunday. And we know we're not operating from the same talent standpoint. We know we're not the Bills. We know we're not the Chiefs. We know we're not some of these other squads. But, man, we just wanted to see something that looked like 2022 NFL football. And that's what we got yesterday, man. That was the best performance. I told you this yesterday. That's the best performance I've ever seen by a Bears quarterback, all things considered. Right. Like without a doubt, I can't think of any performance that I've ever seen where I've been more excited, more impressed, um, more whatever. I'm, I'm running out of adjectives to describe how I felt about that game yesterday, whether it's his decision making, whether it's how comfortable he looks, whether it's how crisp the passes are coming out of his hand. Now, I know you and I were on him a few weeks ago, like, hey, man, this is, you know, there's some shit that needs to get tightened up. We're not seeing the type of things that we want to see. We saw all of it yesterday, and we've been seeing it for the last four weeks if we're being completely honest, right? All we wanted was for him to get better every single week. And like we said, check those boxes. Hey, man, he's going beyond the boxes at this point. Yesterday was beyond the boxes. 
you could take away his 60-yard touchdown rush, and he still rushed for 115 yards. Like, shit like that is incredible, man, whether it's the third down stuff, the instant connection with Claypool. Claypool's impact was felt by the third play of the game when he's getting 25-yard pass interference. It's just a different level of confidence that we're seeing from this quarterback. So by far the best performance I've ever seen from a Bears quarterback. The most hope and optimism I've ever had as a Bears fan because I just I know what that feeling's like now. We've never had it before. Where I'm like, <laughs> hey, man, we got a guy. Like, hey, listen, fuck everything else. We got a guy. Like, we have that guy. We're not trying to figure out ways to scheme around our question mark at quarterback. Now it's time to say, hey, let's build this whole thing around that quarterback because we have one of those guys. And I feel confident saying it. Absolutely. Four total touchdowns yesterday. 17 to 28, 123 through the air, 15 rushes on the ground for 178. I want to talk about the passing situation first. Because I'm not even upset about I'm not even upset about that. I was reading a couple people talking about what's uh what's his name? Dan Weederer. Yeah. Is that his name? He's just a miserable dude. Another he's, one he, of these guys been around too long. <laughs> he, he he mentioned uh he basically highlighted how it's not translating into wins, which you want to talk about not seeing the big picture and what's going on. That's exactly what he's doing. But I want to talk about the – because we we already know how he's getting down. He's 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 been putting up almost 300 total yards a game last few. And – but, you know, 17 to 28, 123. Doesn't jump off the page when we're talking about passing the ball. You can look around the league at the best quarterbacks in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, actually. He has no talent on the edge. He doesn't push it downfield. He's averaging like five and a half yards a pass. The only reason I think Justin's not going downfield is because he has nobody. There's nobody to go downfield to. He tried multiple times to go to Claypool. And it just shows you that once some guys come around here, Gitsy and Fields are going to get the shit even tighter than it already is the last couple of weeks. It's just pure pure optimism right now for me the his decision making his accuracy his athleticism i said the i tweeted out i, I think he's faster than 4-4 so, yeah i mean he's he's getting out in the open field and leaving people in cement no one's even touching him he took maybe two hits yesterday yeah. one was a sack he took two hits and had 15 rushing attempts every single one he was getting out of bounds or he was taking to the house i mean that that's really what it comes down to Overall, he's just taking – I didn't think you could take strides this big, this this quickly, right before our eyes, but that's that's what's happened the last three weeks. So once we get some talent around him, shout out Luke Gitsy. He's getting shit in order. Play fakes, getting him out of the pocket. The decisions are very easy for him in the past game the last couple of weeks, so I love to see that. Nothing but positive things to say, no doubt. Well, and when you look at his running, like the thing, I think it's it's perfect when you compare it to like, and I don't want to pick on the kid because he was way out of his element last night, but you look at like Malik Willis, right? Like Malik Willis, the game was way too fast for him. Like he gets the sure. ball, he's he's making a half a read, and then he's just scrambling and trying to get the hell out of there, right? Yeah. Whereas with Fields and these runs, and even more so like at this point in the season, like I think at the beginning of the year, it was a little bit skittish like we talked about. It seems like he would make that first read if it wasn't there. He's just kind of dancing around. Yeah. Yo, these runs are all perfect timing. He knows when to go. He knows where to go. 
he knows where the first down marker is. And like you said, he's either getting out of bounds, sliding, or taking it to the He's crib. not taking any hits. Earlier bro. in the year, he was taking shots on those. His sliding wasn't really timed perfectly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the work that he's put in, and I don't know what's happening over at Hallis Hall. Obviously, we're not there. But, like, you can't tell me this dude hasn't put in the work, right? Like, you cannot tell me he hasn't put in the work. Because there has been shit from week three, week four, week five that has been completely cleaned up by this point in the season. And that's also a credit to the coaching staff. We've had our criticisms of Getsy early on in the year, right? We thought that he wasn't kind of like Nagy, not highlighting this kid's athleticism. Well, he heard that, right? He has completely changed the offense to do nothing but highlight what Justin Fields does well. Yeah. And Fields has taken full advantage of it. Like, I can't, I can't overstate how comfortable he looks back there, man. Like, there were points in that game, and I was telling you, like, this guy's third down is automatic. If it's third and eight, and it's not there, he knows exactly when to tuck it and run. And he's converting on those first downs. And that keeps drives alive. That's how you score 32 points. You know how you score 32 by not having three and outs, right? You know yeah, how you don't you have convert three on outs third down. by converting on third down. And for the last three games. 10 of 16 yeah. on Sunday on Is third down. third straight game, a double-digit third down conversions? I know he had 11 a couple weeks or 12 a couple weeks ago. So Maybe, I want to say yeah. that's, that might be his third straight game, a double-digit uh, third down conversions. And that's all him, man. Like he, but it's not, it's not erratic. It's not, you know, scary or skittish. It's like, hey, it's, now it's time for me to go. I'm doing this within the offense. I'm going to get my blocks downfield. Now my guys know to block downfield on that 60 yard pass. I think uh, Mooney had an excellent block for him. These guys know to turn and block for him. These and aren't making these the right aren't, decisions. These and, aren't quarterback draws either he's looking no. to throw the rock first he's chilling yeah. he's going through progressions and he's like all right well i guess i got to get out of there's here. there's 10 right here out. yeah 100 right and like he's not throwing he's not running in situations where he should be throwing it's not like he's abandoning the throwing so we could talk about that 173 yards but when i was watching that game last night i'm not coming away from it saying wow that looked like 173 yard passing performance right like even looking at that number or 100 was it 123 yeah one that, that, uh once one uh, yeah it's like 116 or something yeah like that number looks low to me based on what i saw with my eyes 123 right? yeah yeah that number looks low to me based on what i saw with my eyes but when you put it all together and you say 300 yards of total offense and four touchdowns and keeping us in a game that we had no business being in right if you really want to look back at it we're giving up uh block Black punts for touchdowns we're getting calls that aren't going our way that bullshit pi call that uh that they got then we didn't get ours in the fourth quarter so, like, you're looking at a lot of different things. We're down double digits against a much better team, a team that you and I sat up here last week and said was one of the five best teams in the AFC, and we're hanging in there with them, and we had a chance to win that ball game. You know how crazy it is that we had a chance to win that ball game at the end, considering the talent that we don't have on the offensive side of the ball? Like, come on, man, and that's all fields. That's fields. So when you say you have one of those guys where you're never out of it, where even with a shitty team, you're still going to pull up wins, you know, you're talking Burrow a couple years ago. You're talking some of these, uh, some of the different things Lamar has been able to do at Baltimore, where these guys are just so much better and they're able just to will you to victory. That's where we're at, man. That's how I feel this morning. And it's not cap, it's not hyperbole, it's not yeah, bullshit. No hyperbole, like, yeah. Watch the film yesterday, man. This guy was making play after play after play after play after play. And there was no business that we should have had that game being a three point game at all. That 61 yard touchdown scramble was on third and eight. Come yeah. on, man. And on that play, if you go back and watch it again, he steps up in the pocket and goes to throw the ball. He go, he pump, he pumps because <laughs> I can't remember who it was. 
but they turned around on him to block because they thought he was going to take off. Yeah. So he in midair, he like jumps, he like jump passes in midair, brings the ball down, and then makes four people miss and goes for 61. Basically untouched. Yeah. It's one of the best quarterback runs I've ever seen. Mike Vick sure. and all those guys included. So yeah. it was an amazing performance. I want to talk about the, the throw to Mooney. The throw to Mooney. I, I was this I was just gonna yeah. say because the the running that we're the running we're seeing on full display. Like we we know he's going to be able to run the football. That's not going to be an issue. I is want to Is it the best running quarterback in the NFL right now? Would you say? I can't. I can't take that from Lamar after three weeks. I just. I can't do that. I, I, I can't can. do that. I can't do that. That's right. that's, right, that's disrespectful. Enough. That's disrespectful. But I mean, he's he's up there. He <laughs> top two, three, easy, right? So, and it's not just running again. It's not just running because I'm fast. It's running because I'm an elite runner. He's an elite runner. Yes, like. I mean, he, dude, he's not getting touched on these. Yeah, yeah. And, and and a couple of these spots where it looks like he's going to get sacked, it's almost like he's baiting the 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 rusher to come in. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to go this way. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm out, I'm out, I'm going. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to spin out this way and then go pick up eight. I want to talk about throwing the football because I don't think we have to worry about him. Not I don't want, we don't have to worry about him running. Like his his running ability is very. Yeah prevalent and easy to see right for sure but let's talk about him throwing the football the touchdown pass to Mooney is the best throw he's ever had in his entire career period point blank there's pressure coming up the middle he's gonna get hit he knows it he throws the ball top left corner where only Mooney can get it and he puts it on the money Mooney goes up and grabs it. that's the best throw he's had in a Bears uniform in my opinion excellent catch dude then let's talk let's go back to the first quarter excellent catch Let's go back to the first quarter on the on the Claypool PI. Go back and watch that throw. Claypool gets a hand on it, but look at where the ball placement is at. It's ridiculous. The reason that there that PI even comes up is because he has a chance to go out and get it. He's trying to go out and get it and he gets held up. They get the flag there. Then let's talk about uh the last throw. Those are those are like my three favorite plays of the of the game outside of the amazing play action fake to commit, which was was awesome the ball touchdown? fake. Yeah, hit the yeah hit yeah. the rock, turned around, dropped it off to commit. The 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 fourth down throw to Aquaminius is an is an is an elite throw, yes. rolling right, getting chased. Did you see the camera angle that was going around Twitter where they showed it from the back? Yeah, puts yeah, the ball awesome. out in front. Not on his body, out in front, all hands catch. It's just a clean. It's just a clean ass drop. It's a turn and run. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Just a, he just dropped it. So those are my three favorite plays from Justin. We know he can get down on the run game. I, I was worried about some of the throws that I had seen in the prior weeks. He's just something has clicked. Where I don't know if it's like I belong or I, I think I think I think. Uh, Getsy is making it a lot easier for him on like for decision making as Absolutely. well. Um, but he looks sensational. And I, I was I brought this up to Nick, and I want to share with y'all how I feel about it. I'm so high right now on the overall situation with the Bears. I was thinking about who I would rather be, what team going forward in the NFL would you rather be than the Bears? And and to be completely honest. I kind of had I, – I was going through teams and I was kind of having, you know, trouble picking out who I would want to – who I'd rather want to be a fan of. 
So the question is, what teams in the uh, in the league are in a better position than the Chicago Bears right now? And I don't know who, like, there, there's maybe four or five teams. I'm going to go through the teams that I would take long-term right now ahead of the Bears. Buffalo. Hands down. I mean, but Buffalo's the best team in the NFL, one of the best teams in the NFL. Philly. Until they met Zach Wilson. Philly. Yeah. Philly's in a better position than us overall. Sure. The Chiefs. Of course. They have one of the best quarterbacks of all, in history. Ever. This is where it gets. It starts to get kind of questionable. Like, Cincy, maybe? Yeah, I had Cincy. Cincy? Okay. What about the Dolphins? So, I was going to ask you this. <laughs> Watching both of those guys yesterday, right? And, look, Tua's accuracy is, 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 is good. But you and I both talked about all those deep balls. His shit is consistently short. It's been short for a while now. And, like, there's a lot of times that Tyreek's coming back on that shit. You look at that play at the end of the game. We were on the phone at the same time. Like, that, I think it was to Waddle, right? We're like, yo, that should have been six. Like, a good throw, that's six, and this game is over, and we're not in Man, this situation A clear, right a clear, yeah. easy touchdown. So not even rather, close. Yeah. What I, and, and their defense is sus. Um, very. Yeah. Outside of Xavier and Howard and a couple guys, their defense is super sus. Yeah, I think I probably stop at Miami. So let me ask you this: I have Baltimore, but I, I, would, I wouldn't rather be Baltimore because their situation is kind of fucked up. They haven't signed their quarterback. Up. Yeah, haven't haven't their quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. We're literally have a quarterback on a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. We're we're getting ready to go into an offseason with a hunt with the with the most cap space in the league. We have young defensive guys that are solid. Brisker is shown he's a rookie. Br- uh, Brisker is shown that he he's gonna he's a starter in the NFL. We yep. got two young corners. And then we, we get to retool our entire squad. We got two young wide receivers. We got a young tight end. New stadium. New stadium on the way. On the way. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if I'd rather be any other team outside of the, the four or five I named. Any other squads? Yeah. yeah, and knowing so I guess the thing is, knowing it starts and ends with the quarterback, it's like, okay, so are you saying that you'd rather at this point, I know this was your guy uh, nine weeks ago, would you rather have Fields than Herbert? No. Okay, so you'd rather be the Chargers. <laughs> All right, so there we no, go. No, 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 now, no. But, See, no, 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 no. Because but, I wouldn't but it rather, is the quarterback. I, no, it no, is no, the quarterback. No, 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 it's not. I wouldn't. I would. I would not rather be the Chargers because Justin Herbert. I, I, you know where I'm at on Justin Herbert. I think that coaching staff is whack. That whole culture <laughs> over there. Something's up with that shit. Yeah, like, it's been whack for yeah, a long time. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, like it's the Philip. It goes to Philip Rivers. Yeah. Also, I'm the I'm the last dude that's gonna blame a lot of these quarterbacks that I know can play and they get put in a lot of terrible situations and they're not catching a lot of flack for me. Well, let's talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, we could talk about that talking about Aaron Rodgers, but yes, tune in tomorrow. We'll lock that in. It's but a bit of a mystery. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't rather be the Chargers because they have a bu- JC Jackson just cost you a bunch of money. He blew his knee out. Yeah. We have Derwin James, who's a stud, but he's a safety. He's he's taking up a big a, a big piece of the cap. Bosa's always hurt. Um, yeah. I would much rather be the Bears right now than the Chargers because of Justin Fields being on a rookie deal. Us literally getting ready to re we you, remember a couple years ago when the Bulls were in the spot where uh, Connor Sobos was going to evaluate every single player on the team and then decide if he was going to cut them or not. Yeah, that's where the Bears are. And he did. Yes, that's where the Bears. Everybody not named Kobe White or Zach Levine. Yes, like that, that's <laughs> where the Bears are at right now. 
And it's like, a, that's a, it's a really special place to be. We yeah. literally have, what, seven or eight more games yep. okay. to evaluate of, who of we evaluate. want. This is, this is just a tryout now. Evaluate who we want on the team. They're not any good. You get rid of them and go spend some of the money and replace those guys. And so, you already grabbed a guy in the receiver, right? Like, I mean, I know we didn't get a chance to talk too much about the Claypool deal, but, like, that's yeah. why I think grabbing Claypool when you did and giving him these last nine weeks to build a rapport with Fields. And, again, Huge. out of two out of the first three plays yesterday, Fields went to chase Claypool. That tells you something. Okay? And I'm going to tell you this. That tells, he was in the building for four days. And Justin Fields trusted him more than anybody on that roster not named Darnell Mooney. That was evident. He went to him on two of the first three plays and on the last second to last play of the game went to Claypool. That's a that was why element. we went and got him. That's why you went Big and got him. Big body to go up and, and go up and try to get a ball out of here. That's and get a PI, PI worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is a PI. So, yeah, I don't know who – but there's five or six teams in the entire NFL – that I would rather be a fan of right now than the Bears, and it's pretty close. We get to evaluate who we want to keep on the squad and then go spend a bunch of money. And then on top of all that, we're probably going to have a top 10 pick Yeah, that we might be able to package up for more picks because someone might want to go out and get a quarterback, CJ Stroud. We got Bryce Young. We I, but like We're in a really, really good situation. And I would, and if we continue to score 30 points and lose, we're even it's even a better situation. And, and I'll give you why we're really also in a great situation and why I would pick the Chicago Bears as well. Hey, look, man, you know what's about to be wide open, right? The NFC North. NFC that, North that, is- man's, that man's on his way out. He's gone yeah. this year, but he will not be on that team next year. The boogeyman that's been the Green Bay Packers and their 38 years of, of, of Hall of Fame quarterback play is about to be out. And we're going to be left in a division with Jordan Love, Kirk Cousins, and uh, Jared Goff. Yeah. Right, that's that. That's the reality. The stranglehold that the Green Bay Packers have had it on this division is about to be over. So, if you want to be in that, we're in a perfect position for our team to be on the come up, right? Because that division is about to be wide open. The Packers thing is done and dusted, right? No, nobody here. I don't care how many time, how many chains he puts on in the plane, and how many dances he does. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. <laughs> all right, um, they're going to win this division this year, obviously. But we don't trust, especially don't trust them long term going forward. He's no spring chicken. So we're in a great position, man. This is about to be our division because we have one of those guys and the rest of those teams have no prospect of quarterback. Maybe the Lions might, depending on where they finish this year. But that's it, man. We're going to have the best quarterback in the division. We have the best quarterback in the division right now. Yes, sir. Let's talk about let's talk about Tua really quick because I, I I don't even know how to say this, right? Because like his his. His completion percentage is high, right? Actually, 11 for his first 11 yesterday. Well, listen, me and Nick the Quick actually talk with you guys about this all the time. There's accuracy, and then there's ball placement. Two is ball placements towards the bottom of the league for me. Yeah. Every single completion he makes, every and watch, go watch the tape. From week to week, every completion he makes – not everyone, you know, I'm exaggerating, but a majority of the completions that he's making, Waddle, Gasicki, Cheetah are all making crazy adjustments to make these catches. Wait, and real quick, if you want to know what we're talking about as far as ball placement and like not ball placement, go watch Joe Burrow. Like Joe Burrow, to me, I talk about all the time is elite ball placement. His receivers never adjust. The ball goes to where their hands are and where their hands are supposed to be. There's no none of this. There's no none of this. There's no coming back. There's no diving on the ground. There's no coming back to the ball. The ball ball. is just there. Yeah. 
So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, yeah, that's what no, that's exactly what I'm getting at. So I couldn't tell you how many plays I see Tua complete the ball, the guy's diving on the ground to catch it. Yep. The guy's on his knees, coming back, getting getting tapped down, coming back, contorting his body to catch the rock. So when it goes, when when you look at the 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 accuracy and the completion percentage stuff, it's it's up there. But if you go look at he's leaving a He's leaving a lot of yak on the field. As much yak as they're already picking up, I believe he's even leaving more on the field than than he than he already is picking up with with Waddle and and Cheetah and those guys. Cheetah leads the league in receiving yards, and I believe he's probably left 100, 150, 200 yards on yeah. on the field from sure. contorting himself and trying to make plays that if Tua could get them get him the rock where it's supposed to be, he would make no problem. So. I'm not saying two was a bad quarterback. He's played. He's been playing very well. But let's have a real conversation about the accuracy and ball placement. These guys are making great catches all the time and changing changing their body and contorting it to make to make catches where they shouldn't have to. So that's and, that's where it's at. And with him, it's not. And like we get it, he doesn't have the biggest arm in the world. But you've said this a million times. You don't. You don't have to have the biggest arm. Drew Brees never had a big arm. He had a noodle for the second half of his career. Arm was. Dusted completely. Um, but it's all about that accuracy, that ball placement, put it in a place where your receivers can make a make a play. And yeah, there were a lot, there was there was a lot of that yesterday with it's Tua, every week. Go look yeah. every yeah. week, it's like that. So still a young I like quarterback. What Miami's doing. No, I like I love what Miami's doing. I think yeah. the the this is probably my favorite offense in the NFL, if we're being yeah. completely honest. Mike McDaniel. But, uh, Mike yeah, Mike McDaniel, the brother. It's good to see that McDaniel spending that money, man. He was a nerdy looking dude last year. This year he's got the slip back. He's got the aviators. He yeah. got a couple. He got a couple M's and moved to South Beach. And did you see him talking? To, did you see him talking to talking Justin to Fields? Fields? Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's like, just stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Yeah. I thought that was much. great. Listen, man, and like that, that. That. That's it. Now you got other coaches talking to him on the sidelines. Like this dude is too much. You heard Tua talk about him after the game. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, boy, like, he's a monster. He's a cold blooded man." So yeah. And more Man. points coming next week at home against Detroit. Yeah, so this, sure. this is going to be another very similar game to last week in the 30s. You, you think we're going to put up more than the nine that the Green Bay Packers were able to muster up against the Detroit Lions yesterday? Absolutely. Our offense is better than the Packers. We on the back on the back on the back end of this year, we might have a top five offense. <laughs> Yo, hey, listen, man, listen. Hey, yeah, this is how we're feeling weeks. right now. Like, listen, go back to that episode we recorded like seven weeks ago when we were really down, you know, after after uh, Fields was missing wide over running backs in the back. Like, we feel this shit, man. But like, I'm, I'm, we, we, we told you what we wanted to see. We've been telling you since the day that they drafted them what we wanted to see. Yeah. We've been telling you all year exactly what this season was about. And man, the last four weeks we've been getting it. You, it's almost like this. Every week we're saying that was the best game we've seen Justin Fields play. So if I can come after every single game and say that's the best game I've seen Justin Fields play consistently week in and week out, we're in a good spot. Forget the wins and losses. To your point, lose a bunch of games. Hey, you might get like a top four draft pick. Package it. Somebody's going to want a quarterback. Give me, hey, give me, t- give me 12 and 15. Give me 12 and 15 and another two to boot so I get back my Trace Claypool pick, right? Whatever it is, because you got to fill out a whole entire roster, that's fine. But give yourself flexibility. It's crazy, like how this thing has flipped over the last few weeks, and it's yeah, crazy what, hold out? what what he probably should should he show up. <laughs> Don't get me started on who should hold out. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of y'all out here playing for free. Um, but listen, That's man, yeah, yeah, the optimism is high. 
It's, it's, it's nothing but up from here. Even if he lays a stinker uh, at, at, against Detroit, it doesn't matter to me. I've seen it. The last four weeks will give me everything I need. You know what's interesting? I don't want to bring this up, but I will just because it's, you know, uh, you know, we keep it real on the no catch up pot. Luke Getzey's gonna gonna if they finish the year with the offense rolling like it is, it people are gonna him. be on his lawn. Yeah, for sure. And what did we talk about before? I'm like, man, I want I I want offensive coaches because when the offense rolls, no one's on their line offering yeah. them a job somewhere else. So keep an eye on that situation. If if the rest of the year the offense continues to roll, Justin Fields they they can't break those guys up if these dudes go top five top six, top seven offense the rest of the year. So then you're in a situation where what? Do we have a – we got a $4 million offensive coordinator? Right. $5 million offensive coordinator? Or does Flus it's, – it's a tough situation, hey, where, right? Where where are you on Flus through, uh, what, eight weeks, nine weeks? He's all right. You can only judge him by – I mean, it's hard to judge his defense because there's no talent, but – Yeah, the, yeah, you can't. The team plays hard. The team doesn't the team quit. plays hard. They seem to They seem to like each other. Yeah. Um. They've bought. I like. It's one of those things. They're listening to what he's saying. I believe. And and you know he's he he's. But that's what I'm saying, man. Like, if if you're how about this? If you ask me, do I keep Gitsy or do I keep Flus? Come the end of the year, if the offense continues to roll, Flus got to rock. Pack yeah. up. Yeah. Right. Yes. So like, that's where it gets. It, it's a it's a really interesting situation. So keep an eye on that. I'm happy we got the right guy from the Packers. Yeah, we didn't get Hackett. That's we didn't get sure. Hackett. We didn't get LaFleur either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, what the fuck is what going is on going? over there. Hey, listen, bro. man. You can talk to me about not having – we'll get into it more tomorrow, but you can talk to me about not having receivers and all that. I'm sorry, man. Those boys put up eight points against the Detroit Lions yesterday. Yeah. That thing they, is – All types of is, shit was happening at the That thing the is zone. awful. Yeah, that they're, thing is awful. They was running bootlegs to Bakhtiari before giving the ball to Aaron Jones. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, bro. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that before. That was insane. Wait, did they, they really actually run a play to Bakhtiari? You didn't see I didn't, this? No, I didn't see that. No, oh, my God, kidding. dude. I'm going to send it to you as soon as we hop off, bro. They, <laughs> they got down in the red zone, didn't give the ball to Aaron Jones one time, ran a play uh, – ran a, a bootleg – to Bakhtiari. I'm not even kidding. I'll send you the clip. <laughs> Yo, it's insane. Like, what does so, uh, Stephen A. call him? The flu? Yeah, the flu? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what's going on. What there, a situation. No, we'll talk, great yeah, to watch we'll talk about that a bunch tomorrow. All right, that's it for us, man. Bears get uh, the best Bears loss of all time, potentially. Shout out Justin Fields doing his thing. Continue to continue to keep rocking. Shout out everybody on the offensive side of the ball and the young guys on D getting better. Our guy Jay Holloway in the comments, yeah, damn near does feel like victory great. Monday for real. And great for, uh, Buffalo by uh, by Jay too. Same thing. Yep. Yeah. Brady was yeah. on his way out, and uh, Josh Buffalo now now owns the shit. Yeah, exactly right. And that's the best division in football, by the way. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But yeah, we will. We'll talk about that tomorrow. For Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch on Sports Talk via Chicago. Bear down, baby.